0: Great morning, everybody! Great morning. I thought you wasn't gonna pick up, bro. Uh, I actually didn't get a notification, so I was like, "Oh, I'll just go in and check." And there it was, bro. Just know when I say when I say if you're ready, it's coming in like 20 seconds, bro. I was yeah, like, you know. rookie mistake. Oh, good. No, no worries. Total rookie mistake. Um, how's that thing with you? Um, pretty good, man. Um.
1: Vulnerable you... Caleb Caleb moment. Um I was looking at like just my monthly spend and I was like, How am I spending this much money? Like I don't have expenses. Um, so I was giving myself a little bit of a mental mental check in, but like I'm good, man. Life's good, working hard, do it, you know. Cash and checks, snapping next. How you doing?
0: Cash and checks snapping next. Man. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. We got some great news this uh, last week. Um, more to come. Uh, let's just say we're we're loaded. We're loading right now. Dot dot dot. That's all I'm saying, bro. But uh, no, it was good. Definitely got some big ones last week. Um, other than that, just it's a new week, man. It's a new week. It's a new week. Just trying trying to get better. So yep, every every uh, yep every time. Anyways, um. What's up, man? You good? You you ready for this trip we about to go on or what? Where
1: are we going? I got the passport ready. Um, Do I need one or? Bro,
0: you know what? I'm not talking about an actual trip. I mean, this journey. You got me me excited. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You
1: know know I like to travel.
0: All right, dude. I'm just. Should we just? The
1: The wifey's in Cali right now. So I'm in like, oh, yeah. Like, let's travel.
0: We. You ready to start the podcast, bro? Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Let's
1: do it. All right, everybody, on today's episode of Shipbuilding with Cooper
0: and Caleb. uh, Cooper, why don't you bring in our next guest? Hey, everybody. uh, On today's episode, I have a friend here, um, another NDSU alum. um, Also, I don't know how he does it, father of four, four girls. That's because right. Cyrus Lemon everybody.
2: Clapping clapping clapping.
0: <laughs> That's cool, man. That's right. Girl man. dad though. That's right. Girl that. dad
2: through and through and actually we got the uh fifth bun in the oven but we won't know mm-hmm. until game day what it is. Hey. I know, man. So I'm hoping uh, for a girl so all the the lady bison basketball team will be ready to go jack. in about yeah, in about 18 years. <laughs>
0: I just I just want to take a moment and I just wanna call out Jordan Champion. because um, he was on our podcast and he they were expecting their third and didn't say anything.
2: Oh, is uh, that right?
0: So I'm a little salty. But thanks, Cyrus. You made it up. I appreciate you.
2: Folks. Hey, man, you know that's what I'm just picking up the slack where I can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what's up. So uh, Cyrus, just tell our audience a little bit more about you, you know, who you are, what you do and why you do what you do
2: yeah man of course so i'll keep I'll keep it pretty brief um so as coop alluded to uh former bison, so we played football together. I was an old head though we only played a couple of years together um got my degree in exercise science, which through various other things led to me to my career um in personal training and strength conditioning things like that um without getting in the whole 2020 spiel, because that'll take more than the time we got. Um, My passion for coaching found a little bit of a new life uh, with a business called EOS where now, as well as coaching my clients, I also help coach uh, entrepreneurs and small businesses and really businesses of any size, um, take their businesses from where they, where it is today to where they want to go. Um, so I, I just have this. I've always had this deep, seated passion for helping others. Um, I've always had this. I've always wanted to lead, and um, for a long time I did it through personal training, and now I'm doing it through this uh, new company. So it's great, man. It's quite, quite the good. it's quite the journey. Okay, you you,
0: okay we're okay. We gotta talk about that. I had no, I had no idea
2: you did that. Oh yeah, man. So uh so let's I, so I I'm throwing curveballs at the host, see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So so how did how did it how did this come about?
2: Yeah, good question. So actually so the company's called EOS and I know you guys have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen. So they might already be familiar with the company or the book called Traction. Um In the Traction series, there's another book called Get a Grip, and one of my personal training clients is the author of that book, so he introduced me to EOS a long time ago, Um, so it's been on my radar for six years, and then one day, he goes, hey, man, if you ever get tired of personal training, you should do what I do. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, well, I do what you do, but I do it for businesses. And um, that kind of started the relationship and mentorship of him teaching me the EOS traction tools and then me implementing those tools with um, clients. So it's – but, yeah, man, it's it's pretty awesome because, like I said, I get to do the things that I love to do, coach people through a system, keep people accountable, work through challenges, um, see growth, help people reach their goals. All the things I was doing I get to continue to do, man, so – couldn't be happier
1: can we can we go deeper into you said earlier you know like it's all about you you had a passion for loving to help people and and leading um do you know how that was formed or or how that became more important to you it sounds like it's a part of your why
2: yeah that is a that's a really good question i don't know if it's one of those things that I've always had in me um, or if it's something that I learned over time or maybe a combination of both. I think part of it was just my natural ability to connect with people for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Like when I was playing college football and I think coop was this way too, but having the ability to connect with anybody on the roster, no matter who they were, where they're from. um, So just having that natural ability to connect with people. And then for whatever reason, having people look up to me and respect. I'm a—I'm actually a man of few words sometimes, um, so that when I, when I do speak, uh, people seem to have respected my opinion and wanted to listen to what I had to say. Um, and once I realized I wasn't the biggest, fastest, or strongest person at NDSU, I really leaned into that role of being a leader for the guys. Um, and then... I mean, like everything, the things I learned at NDSU of how to lead and how to follow when appropriate, I take into my parenting, and then I also take that into my my relationship with my wife. So it's just a question. I don't know, man. I don't know if I even answered it, honestly.
1: I mean it was a difficult question too. I mean you're <laughs> yeah. gracious in calling it a great question. But <laughs> and when I say great I, I, I
2: mean hard. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I I just I just like to, you know, we get a lot of cool people on the podcast, you know, a lot of overachievers and you know, one of the biggest things Coop and I like to know is like what makes you tick? Why? Why? How? Right? And, and so I guess I guess my follow up would be, you know, you realized you had that in you um you know, when you were, you know, maybe started to become an older athlete playing college football and then what did you start to do as you transitioned that into your professional career how did you
2: hone those skills well i think um, the first thing i did was be aware of them right i mean if you, it's hard to work on any skill if you're not even aware you have it so a just recognizing that it was in me and then b realizing that having it there's not enough right like just putting the seed in the ground is not enough you got to give it attention you got to give it sun water all the above so doing things that constantly push get myself in uncomfortable situations so like for example when i was uh training i would i applied for a manager job probably before i deserved it but it was just i wanted to keep getting myself uncomfortable because i knew if i put myself in uncomfortable situations i would rise to the occasion mm-hmm. and and i knew that to rise to the occasion I had to do things to keep betting myself. So reading, learning, listening. Um, so I purposefully, one of my clients told me a long time ago, it's my favorite quotes. He says, it's the smell of fear that keeps the dog alive. So I always have a healthy amount of fear in my life where I got to keep pushing because now I got miles to feed another one coming. So I put myself purposefully and consciously, I put myself in uncomfortable situations and then this is his game time, you know?
0: That's a great that's, quote. That's that's so d- okay. So this throwing a little curveball here. Oh, you're good. Um, so when you say put yourself in like those situations on purpose, is like the family part of that?
2: With how many kids you, you got? Okay, that's a now see. Okay, Caleb, yours is a hard question. Coop, that's a good question. <laughs> Coop, that's a good question. Um, wow, well, I've never thought of that. If well, maybe subconsciously, but that's not. No, I'm not popping out kids to make myself work harder. Um, well, it's, no, it's, but I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, and I, think, man, maybe there is part of that. I, got, you know what? I don't know, Coop. I bet there is part of that. But uh, it, it's crazy because when we
0: had when we had our second, like. You already start thinking of future, like you know, do I need to do this, that, the other thing? Like, how are we gonna make it with the other? I don't know. So I feel like when you have a kid, it just puts you in like another f- mindset. A thousand percent. You know, like,
2: I guess. Yeah, I guess the only yeah. reason I'm hesitant to say yes is because I don't want it to. I don't want to seem like my that motivation. Yeah, like I don't want to seem like my motivation for having kids was to figure out ways to make more money because it definitely came from a place of like love, right?
0: Oh yeah, for so sure. So that's, sure. that's, yeah. that's
2: that's the my hesitation. But assuming, yeah, like, assuming that the love is inherently there, then I would say yes. Part of it is this is keeping the pressure on myself.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, you got you got four fifth on the way? I mean, I'm just saying, that's... Yeah, man. So, I got two. So like, I I don't even know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut over here. Um, hey, <clears throat> You can, you neck, can, neck,
2: you can <laughs> have one of mine, man. <laughs>
1: Cyrus, my next question is, I know you kind of skipped over it, but um, low-key, I know you had a very blossoming you know, personal training career, COVID hits, you know, it gets tougher. Not saying you wouldn't have been able to just you know grind through it and continue to succeed, but you kind of pivot a little bit and starting working with um, small businesses or entrepreneurs or large businesses, even right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um. Um. I mean, talk about the identity shift that you had to make in you know transitioning because they're the same, but they're not, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh So, and I'm still doing the training thing, and I just because that that's just a part of who I am. I think there's pieces of that that I'll always hold near and dear to my heart. But I think for me, to make the transition was how do I say? I mean, I think the number one mistake I see people make, and what I, the mistake I'm afraid to make myself is not recognizing opportunity. So. When this came about, I had uh, I just put it all in the context of like where I've been, where I want to go and how it fits in. And it just it fit in so well with my skill set. And to be frank with you, within I don't know, I actually don't even know what you guys you guys got exercise science degrees. Caleb, do you?
1: I do. Okay,
2: I do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, So you do too. Let's go.
0: My man. That's
2: what I'm saying, bro. Baby. We were in.
0: We, we took classes, bro. What you mean, Coop? My man,
2: my man. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, this may be resonate with you guys a little bit, though. So like, if in my personal opinion, like you graduate with an exercise science degree, if you don't want to go to like PT school or go to some further education, there's not a ton you can do with that degree. And mm-hmm. the things we were doing yep. before like, personal training, like you don't need an educate, you don't need a four year degree to do what we were doing. So I find myself sometimes throughout my training career, my family's growing like, man, I can only make so much money doing personal training, right? Like it's all by the hour, eat you kill, what yeah. It's all good, but it's like, all right. The, and when I the, first the started, ceiling. right. And when I first started doing it, I was working seven days a week. I'd go from 5am to 7pm. It didn't matter. It just me and Mackenzie. But as we started having kids, like I had to be available. So then you realize like, all right, how do I continue to make money without sacrificing time? You start to explore the options. But then you're like, man, my six-year training career, my exercise science degree, don't actually get me that many opportunities in other fields, You're right? So this, when the EOS came about, it was the first thing that I found that utilized and valued the skill set that I had developed over the past nine years um, that was that I could directly apply to this new profession. So for me, the mindset shift wasn't in terms of like how do I change my identity it was more how do I change people's perception of me because they know me as their personal trainer how do I get them to see me as their coach their business coach and not just their health and fitness coach so that's where the challenge has been but in terms of my identity it fits in perfectly
1: can we can we just segue right into getting you to talk about the challenge of transition I mean what's it been like what are you working on yeah. The roadbox bin.
2: Yep. So I think the number one thing like I just mentioned is people, perception. Perception, right? Like I'm young to be doing this, um compared to the other implementers in the city, which gives me advantages in some way. Um I don't have a formal business background, but as you guys know I mean being a trainer for nearly a year. I mean you decade, ran a business. Yeah, like you're running a business, but it's just not like how people so perceptions probably been the biggest challenge and again getting people to see me as more than just a trainer um and taking me serious when I'm presenting my my uh, my piece to them um the other hard part is like any business owner it's just time management, right? Like cuz now I'm managing my life, my wife, my kids, my I'm still running a gym, I still have a personal training business and now I'm adding layers to it so it's just time management. So that's been those are probably the two biggest challenges for sure that I've been dealing with the last, you know, 8 months or so. Yeah.
0: Can I get a question in on Caleb? Or?
2: Yeah, my bad, Coop. This
1: <laughs> is actually is the uh, shipbuilding all... with Cooper and Caleb. Oh, there you it's go. All good. There you go. So, Who, what, not, my bad.
2: Na- Cooper, your name is first?
1: His name is first. It should be first. But... Um, unbelievable.
2: Sometimes you know... I just
1: get off on tangents.
2: It's all good. Uh, well, I'm going to I'm gonna do a, a shameless plug here because, you know, we have a podcast too called Long Winded, and I made sure my name went first too, so Coop, I res- respect you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. And that's not a shameless plug, bro. It's all yeah, man. good. Plug it plug it all day. There you go. Plug yeah, out. we'll we'll save it for the end, you know. It's
0: <laughs> um, okay, so that was awesome, uh, Cyrus. Like so when we talk about the mind shift or mindset shift, um, you know, it's so you know, it's so common for people not to go there, right? Like I love how, you know, you realize with your degree you can only make so much and you had to you know, make a shift or make a change or add something without sacrificing time. Now, like, wh- what do you see in today's world that people don't make, like, why people don't make that
2: that shift? Uh, I think it's the same thing we see in health and fitness, right? Like, a lot of the uh, analogies and stuff I draw are obviously from that perspective, but I think people are afraid of being uncomfortable, right? Like they know to get these health Mm -hmm. and fitness results. I know what to do, right? I mean, we're inundated with so much information. I mean, TV, like people know, at the end of the day, people know what to do, but they also know that's going to come with a little bit of discomfort, right? And if you set yourself up to be comfortable, right? Like you got a decent job, you got a wife, whatever, and you're in a nice, comfortable routine, being uncomfortable doesn't sound appealing, Right. But they don't mm. they don't think about, okay, that discomfort, what does that lead to? Right. So we I think, I mean, I can speak I think for both of us, Coop and I, where we didn't look forward to some of the conditioning stuff we had to do, but we understood what the end goal was. So I think sometimes people they stop their thinking process a step too early and they're like, All right, I need to do this. They figure out what they have to do, they think about the discomfort, and they stop thinking about like the results that they can get from that. Um so I think for most people Even when it comes to careers or being an entrepreneur or taking a leap of faith, they stop their thinking in that same spot on the discomfort. Like, well, man, well, I'm going to sacrifice time. I might sacrifice money at first. I'm going to sacrifice. There's going to be a lot of sacrifices. And they stop right there. But they don't think about that the the freedom in which it will create if they just take the time to be uncomfortable for a little while.
0: Mm man. Love it. Love it. Cyrus, can you talk a little bit how you, with, with, with pivoting, like you have, how you've overcome fear? You know, I know you talked about like you, you know, you previously put yourself in situations. So you have a healthy level of fear, but how? so, so how do you, how do you deal with it?
2: That? Yeah, that's, I don't think I have, honestly. <laughs> um, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> trying to, Work my way through that and navigate because I still have that some of that in me, you know. Where if I'm gonna call a potential client, or I still have that fear in me, but I mean, the easy answer is just I take a step back and think about, like, all right, am I really gonna be too afraid to do X, Y, and Z when I know I have these four, potentially five little girls who need X, Y, and Z, right. But then sometimes even that's not enough. So honestly, sometimes I'll just like get myself hyped up. Like I'll put out a good song. I'll get myself like jacked up. I'll listen to the lyrics, like some I'll put some Drake on whatever it is, and then I make that call once I'm like my endorphins are kicking, I'm riding high. So I don't know. I'm still I'm still trying to navigate that whole aspect of it, honestly. And big big thing is
0: just having something. I mean, which it sounds like you got. I mean, you got something that you do when it, the fear is is kind of holding you back a little bit you know you you play a song or you get yourself hyped up you think about your family um which which is all great you know so that's yeah.
2: You know i I, I need to i should listen back because i'm assuming you asked that question before and i should listen to what your other guests say because um i don't got it all figured out so i could definitely use some help in that area because sometimes it's hard to uh in the best case scenario, I'm in my car. I can I can listen to the music I want and then make the call. But if I'm at home and the girls are sleeping, I can't be listening to the, you know. I gotta I gotta turn it down a notch. So I'll listen I'll listen back to some of your strategies because it'd probably be very helpful for me.
1: I think self development is one of those things you just said it, Cyrus. Where it's all about just being willing to constantly be uncomfortable because whether you're listening to a book, a podcast, or a conversation with you know a mentor you just, the more you can open your mind to that stuff, the better, right? It's just putting your, like getting yourself in that mindset where you're willing to expose yourself, I guess. Yeah.
2: And being, and being willing to make mistakes too. I think for me, that was probably the biggest, one of the biggest personal hurdles I overcame was, and, uh, I hate to just keep talking about NDCU football, but I think, you know, at least for Coop and hopefully some of the listeners, um, but, what I learned about myself probably a little too late was my biggest downfall in college football. I mean, I had a, I had a good career or whatever, but I was so afraid to make a mistake. And I'm looking at some of my teammates and they just played so loose and had fun. And I carried that. Cause I, I was, maybe it's my personality, I'm perfectionist or whatever. I carried that over into my professions and I found myself always trying to make things perfect or not make mistakes which then i spent so much time trying to make things perfect that the opportunity passed um and I, oh, yeah. and I actually just posted something on my instagram today about getting out of the planning phase and just taking action because taking action when something is 40 50 60 percent done is going to be more fruitful than waiting until it's 100 percent done because it ain't ever going to be 100 percent ready you know
1: Kind of analysis paralysis.
2: Yeah, thought Yeah, thousand percent for sure.
1: Um, Coop, can I go? I'm sorry, bro. Well, I, was, mean, I was
0: I was just gonna add quick um to Cyrus' point that that is awesome. You know, I I have a saying um done. Is better than perfect when perfect isn't done. Ooh, okay, yeah, really Cooper. One, Coop. That's a really good one, Coop. okay, so that,
2: Cooper.
0: So uh, that that was an Eric Thomas quote. I, I, it's. I, I love that quote. It's. It is kind of like what you said. Like just you know, sometimes just putting content or just going ahead and doing something is puts you so much further ahead than the group that has to wait for everything to be perfect because by the time it happens the people that took action probably already got it figured you know got it to where it's perfect right just because they they were the first ones to do it you know so no that was that was
2: that was awesome yeah and to that point too have you ever like because we just think like think of any brand right now apple google think of your favorite brand doesn't matter and we think of it what it is now but if you look back at what it was 5 10 15 years ago it's not even it's like almost a completely different model so like yeah, that's what we just, we just realize that we're in the beginning phases of those things in 10, 15, 20 years. It might not even look the same, but the difference is they started doing it, and a lot of people don't. Mm.
0: Yep. Um, Caleb, you know, I'm just real quick, for you to ask your question, Shoe Dog, that book, that Nike book. Shoe Dog, um, have you read that
2: book? Sorry? Shoe Dog, nope. I'm, like, I'm gonna queue it up though. And, and, oh my God! And goodness. Caleb, you know I don't. You, we, you know I don't read, man. You know I listen to everything. Well, yeah,
1: yes, yeah. Well, obviously, obviously, you're, I want you to listen to. There me, you go. But it's a phenomenal life, business, entertainment book to read. Phil Knight, shoe, shoe dog.
2: dog. All right, I'm listening to that uh, relentless from good to great and great to unstoppable right now. So I'll put that on my list.
1: That's that's another. Uh, that's another. That's a, uh, just to plug it. I mean, that's that's a great book um for those listening cooper and i do do a monthly book club where we pick a book read it talk about it go over our go over our takeaways um and i believe um what you just mentioned is relentless or good to great actually is potentially on our list cooper Am i right
0: relentless is we're doing that next month oh,
1: it's, i've it's read good. I've, I've read good to great good to great is thick but it's, a good, it's book. a good book see um just real quick go ahead, i gotta
0: call i'm calling you i'm calling you out caleb don't okay don't say good to greats on the list you took it off the list because it was too
1: did, thick. did i take it off yeah you see,
0: did it's all good i
1: love i hope story. you i hope you get through it cyrus <laughs> i've read it and it just <laughs> it just was like well
2: you made the mistake of reading man i'm telling. I listen to everything it's so much easier
1: so my business partner uh one of my business partners excuse me steve uh he's a, he's a little more analytical than I am and he loves that book. And for me, it was like, this is all fine, but like, I'm not like, my cup isn't being filled for me. Right. But it, like, if you ask the everyday person like go, yeah, it's a phenomenal go-to business book. Um, I got to switch the topic though, Cyrus um, being in sales before currently and now and, and being in, you know, transitioning fields. I mean, you deal with hate right? You deal with rejection. I mean, how have you dealt with that in the past? How are you dealing with it now? Um, Talk to us about that.
2: Yeah, I think part a big part of that is well, you you know, just playing college sports, I developed a thick skin because you're getting after me every other practice. So you develop a thick skin there. Um, But then I think a large part of my strategy for dealing with it is just having self-awareness, right? Like knowing what I'm good at, knowing my skill sets, knowing what my core values are. And as long as I know that what I'm doing is aligned with my core values and I'm doing things I'm good at so I don't feel like I'm an imposter, I don't feel like I'm phony. Whenever I get that pushback or rejection, I don't take it personally because I know they're not attacking me as a person. It's just that fit or that product wasn't the right fit for them at that time, um, but it doesn't make me a worse husband. Doesn't make me a worse dad. Doesn't make me a worse business coach. Doesn't make me a worse friend. It just wasn't for them. So just having that, uh, just leaning back into my core values, and as long as you're doing things the right way, so like for people listening, if they're shady salesmen, this ain't for you because maybe you have a hard time. But right. if you're not, if you're not a shady person, you're doing what you think is best for their best interest then rejection is just part of it and, you know, you just got to not take it personal.
0: And that, that's, that's such a great point. We've had a few people talk about, you know, sales and um, commission job. Um, you know, it, it's having that belief, you know, like if, if you strongly believe that your product is meant to mm-hmm. seriously help people, you got no problem going and calling someone X amount of times or
2: talking to X amount of people about your, your product, you know? And um, I had a moment the other day where I was talking to a small business owner and obviously I won't say his name or the business, but we were just talking about, you know, what I do and what, how I think I could help his company. And he told me, he's like, you know, I'm, I've been bleeding out slowly for years and if I don't do something now this company's not gonna exist. So that was my moment like that I mean, I feel terrible for him, but I was happy that then I am very confident that I have a solution for him where it's just genuine. I felt good about it. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm selling snake oil. Like this is a product's gonna and I I went back and I talked to my wife about it. Like, I haven't had a moment like that doing this. I used to get them all the time in training, you know, people would open up and, you know, they start talking about their health and wellness, but this time this business owner is opening up the same way my personal training clients did. And I'm like, this, mm. it just reaffirmed like, this is exactly why I'm doing it. Um, and to your point, like there was no bad feelings on my end when I call people or whatever, because I'm, I'm confident in the product. I'm confident in the system. I'm confident in the tools. It's just not, It's they're tested over time. I mean, they've been around for, for decades, they'll be around for many more decades. So, just being confident in what you're doing, man, I think, and the product you're selling is so important. Can we? Uh,
0: this is great, by the way. This is this is phenomenal. <laughs> but I gotta ask, Cyrus, how do you do it with four girls? And Here a- it comes <laughs> and uh, a physical- You talked about time management. Talk about
1: time we want to hear
2: it.
0: I mean, I like to think I have good time management, but you got two more kids. Like, can you just talk to us about your well, like how you
2: do it? The number one reason I'm able to do it is because my wife is amazing, right? So I tell everyone when they like, man, you have four kids, five on them. I'm like, well, my wife is what makes us able to do it. So she's a business owner. She owns a, she's a hairstylist, has her own salon or it's in our, it's in our basement. My man came turned into a basement, but she's running her own business and she's with the kids (laughs) most of the time. So she's the reason why I can do all these things to be very frank with you. She's very supportive. Um, If we have dinner plans or I'm supposed to pick up one of them from school, but then Caleb calls me like, Hey man, let's run this meeting. She's amazing where if she can make it work, she'll, she'll go get the girl so I can go do my thing. So the number one answer is her. Um, the number two answer would just be, and I'm actually trying to work on this cause I've kind of gone a little too far, but sacrificing things that I thought were important before like, mm. like video games or <laughs> sleep. I should probably sleep more. Um, and like hobbies, and and I say that tentatively because, like I said, I think I went too far. Where I think it'd probably be healthy for me to have some hobbies again. Um, but yeah, man, just like having a partner and then making sacrifices, and then for me, it's like I I live and die on my calendar. And if I say I'm going to do something, if I say I'm going to do this podcast at eight, and I put it on my calendar like I'm doing it. So like I put things on my calendar. And if I say I'm gonna do it, I do it. So um with that comes a lot because sometimes there's a lot of juggling with the girls and asking for help or whatever, but uh and we we find a way, dude. We find a way. Maybe I'll write a book on it one day. <laughs>
1: Can you tell us about that book
2: you're playing? Oh dude, right? thank you. Yes. All right, here it is. <laughs> hey, if anyone steals my idea, I swear to God. This is what's gonna be, Coop. You ready? It's gonna, it's I'm gonna ready. say Everything I've learned from raising four daughters, excuse me, everything I've learned from raising five daughters, assuming this one's a girl too, and it's going to be about, I don't know, 200 pages thick, and it's going to be fucking empty because I haven't learned shit. <laughs> I haven't learned anything, man. It's a
1: you just you're gonna put all your money into that. That's exactly art, right. You know what it's, I'm saying? Get a nice family that's photo. That's exactly
2: right. And they're like, "Oh man, this guy's got it figured out." And I'm like, "No nah, man, just blank pages because daddy's still learning."
0: Can 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 you talk a little bit? Cyrus, so you said something that resonates uh, a lot with me, but. um like giving up some of those things. Right. Um, You know, can you just talk about why, like when you're on the journey, you know, whatever you're building, why it's important to identify those things, like you said, that aren't as much of a priority and to put them to the side for the time being.
2: Yeah. So I think for me, there's only so much time of the day, obviously. Right. So Mm -hmm. For me, it's like I have to think of what I have planned or what I'm doing, what I want to do, and then I have to ask myself, is this helping me reach my daily goal, my weekly goal, my yearly goal? And right now, if the answer is no, I just can't do it. If the answer is yes, then all the yeses have to get prioritized in order of like what's the most important right now. But for me, I literally... Had this conversation, you you know my buddy Matt Anderson, obviously Coop. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about this probably like three years ago. Had to be at least. He's my best friend, and I was him and I were kind of we were kind of bitching, we were feeling sorry about ourselves. I'm like, I just don't have time. I just don't have time. And as we were bitching Mm -hmm. about it, we had our headsets on and we were playing Madden. And I'm like, wait a minute, I had like this revelation. Like we play Madden every night for an hour, hour and a half. Like that's. Like, that's right. ten hours a week that I'm killing. Like, I do have time, so then we start. We both started laughing. Um, like, dude, just think, what would you do if you had an extra half a day? And I do have it. I just wasn't realize, like, I wasn't being aware of it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing again. I saw with like my personal training clients, like, oh, I don't have time to work out or whatever. Oh yeah, we yeah. We so we go that. through their day, like, our right, time. Do you wake up? Blah blah. blah. They go through the whole thing, and then once we do this practice of them writing everything down, they'd see like okay, there's a half hour here, there's 45 minutes here, there's three hours at the end of my night where I'm binge-watching mm-hmm. Netflix. So, like, you just have to identify it, and then you have to just, again, take action and do something with that time that's productive and helping you reach that goal.
1: Cyrus, um, I mean, there's so many people, not to talk no. about, but there's so many people who, you know, work their job, go home to their wife, Play Madden, yada, 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 like do whatever they got to do, right? Like, why are you not trying to be average? Like, obviously, your motivations are your family and this or that, but like, yeah, everyone has that motivation. What's what take it a layer deeper, right? Like, why are you not trying to be average?
2: I think I'm just so competitive. I think, and I don't mean to sound like a dick or anything, but I just, when I compare myself to others, I just feel like I can do more. Um, And I feel like if I Mm -hmm. don't take advantage, it's a waste and it's a waste of just not like my natural talents, but it's a waste of my mom's time and money. I mean, she sacrificed a lot so she could send me to a private school, which again, I know a lot of people's parents do, but then maybe they're not just being aware of that sacrifice that she made. So I'm just very aware of those sacrifices that she's making. I'm very aware of the sacrifices my wife's Mm -hmm. making and I just don't want to. So, what it is for me, really? So, I used to listen to this podcast called Barbell Shrugged, Shout out! Um, there's a there's a host on there. There's a host on there, and name was Chris Moore. And he actually he since he since passed away, which is tragic. But um, he was talking about how he used to work a nine to five job, and then how he became an entrepreneur. Blah blah blah. And he had a kid. And he said, and I think I had. Lennox was probably just, so my oldest one, Lennox was probably just born. And he said he wants to be the type of dad that challenges his daughter to do whatever she wants to do. And if she wants to, and really, if she wants to be an actor, whatever, like he wants her to be as successful as she can, take sacrifices, mm-hmm. and she want, he wants her to be that girl. And his biggest fear was that when they were having that hard conversation, when she was 16, 18, 22, 25, whatever it was, she would look at him and be like, well, you didn't take it. You didn't take any chances. Like, you've been at this desk job for twenty five years. It, mm-hmm. it's like you, you didn't do it. So I don't want to have in three, six, five, ten, fifteen, twenty years talking to Lennox. And I'm like, girl, take that job. Take the chance. Like, do it. Like you can do it. And then she's like, Bitch, you didn't right. you didn't do it. So that's probably for me my number one driver, honestly. That
1: was a that's a good, great great podcast today, see yeah exactly right <laughs> <laughs> exactly right that that, that i mean, that that is there's there's
0: some meat on that I mean we Cyrus we could talk about the time thing i I just love how you how you said it, Cyrus, like you know, and I was like this too, you know, like don't have time, don't have time, but like when you really start to sit down and like go through your day yeah. methodically like. I was you know for the longest I was trying to find time like where do I have time where do I have time like you know I was thinking about my job like I have like an hour break you know I have a 30 minute and 215 that's like 5 hours right, right there at you know at work you know that I just am on my phone or just kind of taking right. like I I can use that to do something productive even if I take like 15 you know just 15 minutes you mm-hmm. know so uh, it's crazy once you start putting it to pen and paper like just how much time you actually do have yeah and it, uh, if you want to get exposed look at your you know
1: screen time on your iphone right that, that's, uh, how you that's get true exposed
2: it's quick. amazing too though how once you start doing it it makes when you actually do schedule free time and fun time like how much more enjoyable that is um mm-hmm. because mm. yeah Purposeful. exactly exactly so for me i mean I appreciate that time more. I look forward to it. And when I'm in the moment, I'm in the moment enjoying it because I know the grind's about to start sooner or later again. So for me, it's, it's yeah, it's very helpful. So let me ask
0: you this, sorry. So, you know, you're a grinder. Um, has COVID helped you, a, like, a little bit, like, s- slow down a little bit? You know, like, kind of enjoy that more time with your family? Or, or um, is, have you not? Yes.
2: So what okay. I did was, is because I was I had my I was in grind mode for 8 9 years my horse blinders were on I wasn't coming up for air and what it did is forced me to slow down and it forced me to see that there's a whole other way to be right I was spending time with my family more my youngest daughter I was home with her for 6 months when she was a newborn which the other girls got they got me for five days when I went back to work, right? Um, and then right. for me, so that during that time, I started another little side business that's not relevant to this podcast. But then I was, I'd wake up early, you know, 4.35, 5.30, whatever, do my thing. The girls aren't even up yet. Then I have breakfast with them during their nap time. I'm working on my little side business. So that's what was another big part of me making the transition to EOS was I just it shined a light on what could be. So I now I got a taste of it and I want to get back there so bad. <laughs> so that's why I'm, grind, mm-hmm. I'm grinding it out again. Cause I don't think if COVID mm-hmm. would happen, I mean, and it's, it's tragic. I mean, I mean, half a million people have died, so I don't want to speak light of it. But right. for me, in some ways it was a good thing because if it didn't happen, I'd still be logging my 65 hours, 65 hours at the gym. Like I wouldn't, have come up for air chasing that yeah, cars wouldn't have come up for air. So for me, I'm glad it was a short window for me to be exposed to it and to see the light. And now I'm just hungry to, in the next, you know, in this lifetime, five, 10, 15, 20 years, like whatever it is, just get back to that for them. Man, that's,
0: that's powerful. You know, like, powerful. and, I, and that, I was just saying the same thing, Coop. you know, again, like you said, Cyrus, we're not trying to make light of the situation. I mean, it's, it's bad. I mean, we're, we're not trying to make light. But, you know, in, in the same breath, um, there's – it's all perspective. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody's had time to s- slow down and think about their life. And, you know, for me, like, I, you know, it, I slowed down and I just told myself my next move. Has to be my best move mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's you know it sounds like that's you know you're working on your your side business, um you know and and, and just looking at bad situations and, and taking out the good. Like what did I learn? Like what am I still learning? What is Kobe mm-hmm. still
2: teaching us? Mm-hmm. And um
0: yeah that's that's powerful, man. I I, I love yeah, that. Yeah,
2: and my wife and I we actually had a uh, a conversation the day I got further lost my job. But we had a conversation. And it was a hard day. It was her birthday. <laughs> it was her birthday. Oh, wow. And I'm giving her a birthday present. And uh, I get my phone calls. And they're like, hey, man, we're shutting down, whatever. And then, obviously, it was towards the end of the day. So we got the girls to bed and we were chatting. And what we decided, I was like, listen, our kids, they're young. Our kids are one, three, five, and 7. So what we decided was, like, listen, our kids are not going to remember. They don't know what a furlough is. They don't know what losing. Like, they don't. Like, the only thing they're going to remember is, how we react to it, right? And like that, we made a very conscious choice. I don't think I don't think people do that enough. I think they kind of, they react too much, but we made a very conscious choice about how we were going to respond to the situation um, instead of just moping about it or whatever. So again, we had the conversation, we decided what we were going to do and then we just
0: did it. Bro, man. Okay, so I got to touch on this quick. So what you just said, um powerful again when this whole thing started when this whole covid thing started <clears throat> i i called my dad and cuz i called my dad and i told him i said hey i just want to say like i love you and whatever you and mom did during the 08 crisis you know we had that crazy yep. crisis and that everybody talks about i didn't know what was going on like, right i didn't even know there was a crisis right. going on right. you know my it just it was business as usual, like I couldn't really I didn't know, and so like here we have this situation coming up, and I just called my dad told them like whatever you guys did, I just want to say thank you um you know, and that's what I remember i like I remember how my parents reacted that mm-hmm. you know and and so that's powerful what what you just said, so for sure crazy
1: Cyrus let me let me let me segue into our, our, another section where we, we asked our, our guests, um, you know, I, I know obviously you work out. That's a big part of you, you know, stay hard. I'm sure you follow. you know, you talked about um, certain podcasts you follow this and that, but um, what are you doing as far as self-development, whether it's exercise? I know you listen to books. Um, do you have any tips for our followers or Anything you'd share with Coop and I on just how to continue to, to grow, continue to.
2: Yeah. I think, I mean, you nailed, you nailed my top two things. Probably it started with podcasts and then transitioned into audio books. And obviously working out is just a part of my lifestyle. But um, what I'm doing now, what I'm trying to do more of is this like peer to peer interactions um, because as much as, I mean, I have a podcast, so I love them, but they're, you know, I mean, as a listener, you can't, it's a one way street kind of, right. So I know sometimes when I'm listening right. to podcasts, I want to like chime in and like I have my two cents and as a host, I get to have a lot of conversations with, you know, my guests and stuff, but so what I'm trying to do now is just do more of these things where I'm actively seeking out like-minded individuals and, not even I mean, this is great on the podcast, but just getting coffee with them or whatever it is and just doing more of that because it's it's more it seems more tangible and real when you're sitting next to the person and hearing their story or learning from them, opposed to just hearing some guys in California talk about it, which it has its value. I did I still do it, but um so yeah, man, I mean podcast books and just like seeking out others who I mean really anyone, he learned from anyone, but like seeking out others who you think might be like like minded or have similar goals or something you can learn from them or something you can teach them. Love it. Love it. Love it.
0: No we... lies <clears throat> um sorry, so what would you uh tell your younger
2: eighteen year old self? Track the guard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, jokes. I, I always I always <laughs> miss the, <laughs> the guard pull, man. So it was a bad, bad joke, bad football joke. Um, <laughs> I would tell my 18 year old self to, man, trust yourself, have fun, be confident, and mm-hmm. And I would tell them it's okay that you don't have everything figured out right now. I, yeah. I think, mm. yeah, with my personality being, I want to do, like I said, alluded to earlier, trying to be a perfectionist, all that. I just tell myself to just take chances, have fun. and It's it's just okay that you're still growing. You should still be growing. So that's a great question. Coop. I'm going to steal that one. Let
1: me sneak a just for fun one. And, um, and thank you for sharing, but how would you and your wife,
2: uh, be? my buddy, Matt, who I talked about. So my, my teammate, Matt at NSU, we were roommates, teammates, and we had the same major. So we were together 24 seven and he started dating this girl, Molly in college. Shout out to Molly. Um,
0: what did you say Anderson, Matt's name
2: was? Number 48. Yeah, that's right. From Cavalier. That's right. You know, Matt, let right. us side, let's side on that one.
1: Uh we can we can we can sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> <So he
2: gets, laughs> oh I can't wait. Uh good podcast, guys. I gotta talk to Caleb. No. <laughs> uh so he's my best friend. And then after we graduated, uh we moved to Minneapolis and he proposed to Molly and Molly moved down and I was just third wheeling it and she kinda took it upon herself to uh find me, you know a spouse just to get out of their house i think and uh she yeah, yeah she and she worked here, with mckenzie um so she introduced me to mckenzie and we met once and then saw mm-hmm. each other i think every day for the next year after that so rest is history yeah man that's awesome man
1: sorry coop i, ha- I had to sneak down no it's there.
2: all, it's and, all and good if, if she... anyone in the cities ever needs a haircut or a cut her cut color hit her up shout yeah. out shout awesome. out
0: that's... That's that's perfect. That's a perfect segue into my next question. Has she ever been on a podcast? Um,
2: She's been on my podcast. She's never been on anyone else's though, so you should have her on.
0: Why Why do you think I was asking? You know,
2: we would love (laughs) to have her. on. Chill (laughs) out. No, she would be a she'd be she'd be a a better guest than me because she's juggling well me and a business and being a mom. So she'd be a great one. (laughs)
1: We'll talk
2: offline. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got it.
1: Uh S- Cyrus, what uh what's the book that you're listening to and or what's a book that you would recommend someone listening to?
2: I know, I don't know if it's going to resonate with everyone, but I just finished Born to Run. I think by Chris McDougall. and I am not a runner, but that book, and trust me, Same. I am the furthest I not I am not a runner, but it's it's about running, but it's about much more than that. So Born to Run is an uh by my top-of-head recommendation right now.
1: Coop, you want to ask him for, for me? Uh, ask what? <laughs> I mean, what's our favorite... Uh, who's our
0: favorite runner? Dude, I was just... Does this dude have any military in him, Cyrus? Who? The uh, author uh, or the character? Military?
2: Uh, yeah. I don't think so, no. So...
0: There's only one runner that we love to hate to follow. David Goggins. David G- <laughs> oh man, David Goggins, stay hard.
2: Caleb, drop, Caleb, Caleb dropped <laughs> to stay hard earlier, so I knew it was that.
0: It
1: you just I mean you can't help but just. All right, have you read Have you read his
2: Have you read his book? I mean, oh we we have
0: we have. It was the first unofficial. It's heavy of the podcast. It's heavy. It was too mm-hmm. heavy for cool. I'm know, coming. So, that, so, but then, yeah. but then we came back to it. I'm coming around. I'm coming around. It's gonna, it's gonna come pretty soon, Caleb. I though. think.
2: Uh, I think I heard that okay. on Audible. Okay. He reads his own book, so I, I, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So he, yeah, he does
0: cool. read his own
2: yeah. book. Um. Yeah. But otherwise, man, you know, you can just. Uh, I'm about to plug my. I'm about to plug my stuff right now, guys. So.
1: Go ahead, Other, do it. Well, that's I'm the too. next question. That's the next question. Cyrus is, uh, you know, we appreciate your time. And if anyone, you know, wants to connect with you or learn more about what you're
2: doing, what is, the, yeah, man. You know, so the my, my Instagram it? is coach underscore lemon underscore. And, uh, I like that name because it embodies all things that I do right now. So obviously personal training coaching, but, um, Maybe more importantly right Absolutely. now, small business coaching. So if there's any entrepreneurs out there that want to get more out of their business, um, I'd love to schedule a free 90 minute meeting with you. And then uh, the podcast, which has nothing to do with small businesses, um, it's more about like health and wellness is called Long Winded. And it's on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. So those those are my plugs, man. Love it. Love it. Sorry. Appreciate really you, appreciate man. Time, oh, I bro. appreciate you guys so much.
0: <clears throat> All right, um, man. Tell, tell,
2: I don't know how you do it, bro, but keep doing yeah, it. Same now. to you, man. I
0: appreciate you guys. All right. All right see care. you, brothers. Another great episode.
1: Another great episode, Coop. I feel oh. like a recording when every time I say it. Are you
0: taking a shot, bro? Like are you No,
1: talking- I'm taking a shot at myself. Oh. That's just okay. that's just what we always say.
0: Okay. Are you, are you saying we need to change it up? No, no, no. I mean, I might throw
1: something wild at you. Um, okay. Just be ready.
0: That's okay. all I'm saying. All right. Sound sounds good. Um, but anyways, that was that was a great episode, man. I don't even know. You I mean, he's a father of of four, uh fifth foot on the way. I'm still calling uh Jordan Champion out. I'm still calling out. Uh um, anyway.
1: <laughs> what was your biggest takeaway?
0: Man, my biggest takeaway um man, the way he just explained his uh his fear um and always doing things to put himself purposely in that state of mind or like keep a healthy level of of fear. That was huge. That was huge, man. Um, I love that. I like that strategy a lot. I love that. I, I need, we need to do more of that. It reminds me of MJ. um,
1: <clears throat> Thinking like making up slights. Oh yeah. To make sure that you know, he's, <laughs> he's on, like, he's ready at yep. all times. S- s- similar, similar mindset.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, I, I love that. Um, I, I'll tell you what, man, to be to be a father of a a four or, or to parent, like a, and I keep saying father, but um to have four kids fifth on the way, like his wife runs a business, he runs a business. There's a lot of things that I'm sure they they both have to uh that they both had to give up. Um Right. Sacrifices. You, know? And, you know, I mean if if you're whatever you're trying to do in life, I mean if if you're trying to do something at a high level with, which is, you know, having a family, running a business, doing both um, time management is such a key thing. And I loved how he said that he had to look at things that he thought were priorities and make them less of a priority. You know, yeah that
1: that's, that's my other takeaway, to be honest, is the time management side of things. Cause if you want to talk about Mr. Time waster um, it's your co-host, Coop, um, and just oh, know, even I—I I, I used to be a personal trainer too, right? And you do oh, i don't have time. And boy, you make time for what you want, Ooh. right? So either, either you don't want it, or it's not a priority, or you—or you, or you have, or it's not a priority. Yeah,
0: you exactly. Uh, so I—I I really like that part of the podcast shout, too. Shout out to uh, everything is figureoutable. I think there's a, a good chapter, book. There's a chapter in there where she talks about um, that time, the time myth. And basically like what you said, like you'll make time if it's a priority. Mm-hmm. If there you, is a chapter. Yeah. Yep. And she goes like, um, instead of saying you don't want it, you should say it's not a priority or like you should replace that with that. Like, it's or, a e- or
1: even uh, people who want your time. Hey, I don't have time to hang out with you versus, Hey, I can't hang out with you because. Right. I remember that. I remember that from that book
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was, that was a great episode, man. I don't, um, you got anything else? Make, make sure you check them out, um, on IG, um, his podcast long winded. Um, he's, Got some good guests that come on his show and talk about health and fitness. Yeah, um,
1: if you like workouts, he posts good workouts on IG,
0: too. Yeah. Just to, you know, keep it fresh. For sure, for sure. Um, any any closing statements, thoughts? Uh,
1: I got, I mean, like, like and subscribe, right, Coop? <laughs> and rate and review. Oh, right. oh, there he is. There he is,
0: Mr. Wallow in, I'm, in the flesh. I've been trying to hold out, bro. I've been trying to just chill like, you know, it is what it is. Um, But anyways, man, Um, that's all I got, dude. Another great episode. Another dude. great episode. See you next week, everybody. See you next week.